Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. So glad you're uh, choosing to listen to this Exploring Awareness podcast. You know, we're all looking for connection. We're all just trying to be okay. And yet we all walk through a lot of painful, unwanted experiences. So this is something a bit different that might work for you as you look for a better way to feel and move through life. You know, sometimes a conversation about getting there or whatever that is for you doesn't have to be dry and painful. We're exploring awareness as an adventure, right? That's exactly right, Lisa. Welcome back to episode number six. Six? Yes. Wow. Six already. Yes. And if you haven't listened, they're all there for you, one through five. It's a learning, growing experience, but at least you're tuning into number six, and we're really grateful for that. Yeah. It's a process. It is a process. We had a great uh, episode number five. Mm-hmm. And how have you been since then? Well, I know I don't look any older, or hopefully I don't sound any older, but I did have a birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, you know, we talk about awareness, and I'm learning a lot from you about awareness and how that works. And so I had a very aware birthday. Interesting. I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. So let me just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, my first my kids came and they were kind of not in the best moods. And I, instead of being upset about it and think, why are they, you know, not just joyful and celebrating with me? I was just aware, at least they're here. Yeah. And I didn't really attach to any feelings about that. And then we had a dinner reservation for 715 and got seated after eight. And again, I thought, I'm not going to get upset about that. I'm just going to be aware about that. And then, you know, as a woman in uh, the United States, aging is, is tough. We live in a very ageist society. And as a woman, as you get older, you become a, li- a bit more invisible. And it's, is, you know, something else to think about as you add another number to the aging process. And so I went all day and I tried to just be aware of all this. But I'll be honest, I felt a little numbed out. Is that how I'm supposed to feel? Mm, numbed out. Numbed out. Like, I was just aware of these things happened. It was a nice day. And I, I had lots of uh, people wish me happy birthday and got phone calls and cards. and But it just seemed, I just felt like a little numbed out. Is that being aware? Sounds like you were aware that you were numbed out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> so, were you feeling happiness were you feeling how were you feeling that day nothing feeling nothing see because i told you i feel everything so it's not like i don't feel nothing but i didn't get excited you know your birthday of old days don't you think you should be like woohoo and excited and isn't this great and it, i i thoughtfulness is big to me so everyone i heard from really touched me in fact i'll tell you this story last year i took my birthday off of facebook because i thought if anyone really knows me or cares about me they know it's my birthday i don't need to put it on facebook right so this year i put it back on facebook did you get a bunch of likes i got yeah Dozens, hundreds, not hundreds, but a lot. And the next morning I was going to write a thank you just because to me they felt like tiny beams of light pointed in my direction. Mm. And it made me feel good. So I guess I felt that. that. And I liked my thought that it was like tiny beams of light shining in my direction. Just one little small act of thoughtfulness. But overall, you know, it was just kind of like, so I'm aware. I was aware of the things that were happening, but I didn't attach intense emotion to them well certainly being aware is not the same as being numb and Mm. doing mindful meditation is not the same as being numb and just to be really clear we're not trying to desensitize or you know not enjoy life Hmm. um but it's more about being present you know to each thing that's happening so perhaps when great things are happening you're happy and then those things change, and the next moment something difficult might be happening. But there is a sense of equanimity, peace, and calm that comes comes along with this practice. But it certainly doesn't mean you would be numb to what's happening in the present moment. Maybe I wasn't allowing my feelings pro or con. If that's a possibility, right. That's, but you might have been protecting yourself from their feelings. What's the balance or solution to that? Well, the... the, the 
Right, right. How much are you, are you using your mind to like protect yourself from feelings? Yeah. Whereas this practice is about feeling every feeling and being aware of them. So I just Good got or a, bad. I just got an Oculus Quest. And I have a program where I can go through a spaceship. It's absolutely fantastic. Okay, well, for those of us who don't know, fun. what's an Oculus? <laughs> oh, it's the virtual I've, reality oh, set over oh, your eyes. Oh, okay. And there's another one where you go off uh, this plank, you know, and you have to balance, and then you jump off and you fall into the ground. And then I won't tell you what happens after oh, that in uh-oh. case you get the machine. But but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, those are really fun. And I feel like I can enjoy that a lot in the present moment. And um, I feel that's kind of because I'm free to do that as part of this practice. Were you aware that you were enjoying it? You know, I, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I, I had to be aware. I had to practice before I jumped off that plank because I was because the VR glasses really make your mind think that you're on a plank at the top of a of a building, and to step off of that plank, it it I couldn't do it at first, and I kind of went back, realigned what my thoughts were versus what my awareness was, and then I could do it. What were your thoughts versus your awareness? Well, because my brain yeah. and my eyes and everything were telling me that I'm on a plank at the top of a building and do not jump off that plank. Right. Whereas I know that I'm not jumping off a plank. But, you know, my, what my brain was telling me was you are on the top of a building because it's a virtual reality thing. Very interesting. What your brain tells you and what your awareness tells you. And you know what? I will admit this. Uh, I don't think I've been that aware of what my brain is telling me. I mean, I yeah, is, so um, should I be more aware of it? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> The name of our podcast, uh, Exploring Awareness. Yes, but I I think people might, listening might be going, what? She doesn't even, not aware of her brain, but I'm a heart person. So lately we've been on these episodes talking about our brain. And I think, how have I gone this long without really acknowledging what my brain is telling me? Yeah. And should I have been or should I moving forward? Well, the past is gone. Yes. Well, is it? Yes. The past is over, and the future is yet to come, and what we have right now is the present moment. So if you want to regret the past, lots of people do that, but just become become aware that you're regretting the past and see if that still makes sense for you. Benefits of the brain. What are the benefits of thinking about your brain and how that impacts your awareness? Well, like we talked last week, the brain is an incredible machine, right? And uh, you've learned so many things, and it's got all these connections that help you do everything from speak to, you know, do your radio stuff. Right. Personality. It's from your brain? Yeah, personality's from your brain. Oh. See, I'm going to embarrass myself. I My personality from my brain. Wow. I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, use your brain to think about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, good one. But hmm. I, I guess I guess what we're talking about, hmm. and what we've been practicing, and I'll I'll you know go back to that is, hmm. what if you were aware of your thoughts, and where would you be if you're aware of your thoughts? Well, on my birthday, I was aware of my thoughts, but I wasn't attaching emotionally to them. Can you understand what I'm saying and how I? What I mean when I say I don't attach to my brains, I think all of my thoughts and feelings have come from my heart. And mm-hmm. so for to me to have a day that involved, I didn't want to give away my joy on my birthday to, I didn't want anyone else or any, my kids being moody, the restaurant being late. I didn't want to, any of that to ruin my day. But by not attaching to that, I kind of eliminated the joyful part of it. Well, I, I acknowledged some of it. There was There was some good parts. I don't know. Right. I think it's still something that you can explore. So I should think I'd be, I should be thinking about my brain more. I think you should, um, (laughs) I don't think you should be doing anything, Elisa, actually, but let's keep working on this exploring awareness. And it does remind me of David White's, another David White poem. Mm -hmm. I love David White. Oh my gosh. You have introduced me to the world of the poetry of David White and it is spectacular so thank you for that yeah you're welcome you're Mm. welcome and at the end of that last podcast um, after our guided meditation we talked about faith and trust Mm -hmm. in the process 
And it reminded me of David White's poem called Faith. And so I'd like to read that poem right now. Okay. Um, the, the, the title is called Faith. It says, I want to write about faith, about the way the moon rises over cold snow night after night, faithful, even as it, as it fades from fullness, slowly becoming that last curving and impossible sliver of light before the final darkness. But I have no faith myself. I refuse it the smallest entry. Let this, then, my small poem, like a new moon, slender and barely open, be the first prayer that opens me to faith. I can see the moon and I understand what he's saying. Yeah, what does that say to you? Well, that's why I people who know me know I love sunrises and sunsets because it, it it's it's back again. You know, you you never know when you if you're going to wake up the next day, or you never know if the sun's going to come up for sure. So when it does, it gives you a little faith that you can get through your day. So he's talking about the moon, right? He's talking about the moon even as it fades away, mm-hmm. right? That it comes back. That this small May he have some faith that this process is going to move him in certain direction. And that's what I'm suggesting for you is like this process that we're going through. Um, having some faith and trust in that as you move through it, you know, and there are going to be different emotions and different feelings that come and go. And so the numbness that you may have had is not necessarily permanent. It's not permanent, but it might be part of the process as you try to figure out how to be in this world. I think the word faith is huge. I think that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. But to me, it means there's something to hang on to and hope for if you have faith. And faith in whatever you want to have faith in. Mm -hmm. It's a great word, and I don't think we talk about it that much. It is a great word. Different from beliefs, though. Um, I would want to qualify, you know, mm-hmm. to believe something, to have faith in something, I think are two different things. You in know? what way? Well, beliefs, I think, tend to be uh, ideas and thoughts and and uh, things that you perhaps have been taught. If you believe something, it's still something you could be aware of. So you're aware that you believe something, whereas faith is more of a felt experience that uh so beliefs are for the brain and faith is for the heart yeah that's, that's a good way to Ooh, put I like it. it what do you yeah. have faith in well i have faith in this process but but not in a belief right so i have a faith but i've also had faith in this process mm-hmm. and it's really kept me going you know even in times of trouble or feeling pain from this process or you know coming to grips with some realities of like what my brain has taught me all these years or what how I grew up or you know childhood issues or religious issues or whatever you know things that I thought were really part of me really aren't so faith is something to hold on to that you don't necessarily see or as you said have beliefs about or research just have faith yeah, I think faith... Have faith in faith? As opposed to holding on to propels, you know. It yeah. keeps you moving in a direction that says, yes, you know, I know that there is something else. And I'm still trying to work it out. And it might be painful. And there may be days where I feel numb. And there may be days when I don't. But, you know, that's part of a process that's moving you towards something that you have faith in. And some people listening might right now might be thinking, well, I have faith in my religion, or my faith comes from my religious belief. Sure. But that's not what you're talking about. No, it is. Is Do we need to say that? Do we need to share that? I think that, uh, yep, the word faith can be used in lots of different ways. Mm -hmm. And in some religions, they talk about faith, and that might mean that you believe a certain set of ideas which is certainly fine for whatever people want to do. But I think that that for the purposes of our conversation, it's not a faith in any idea 
or a belief. It's just a, it's a more general feeling, you know. And ultimately, mm-hmm. it's faith in yourself. Ultimately, it's in faith that there's something more than just what's in your mind, that you're more than your conditions, that you're more than your personality, that there's something beyond consciousness that can really represent your authentic self. And by listening to these conversations and exploring awareness, we're going to find it. It's for all of us to discover individually. So when you say beyond consciousness, I have to tell you that sounds like a pretty out there concept. So can you tell us what beyond consciousness mean? What do you mean by that? Because people, I, I imagine people listening going, oh, beyond consciousness and what, what, what you know, I don't know. Six beers in? I don't know. What, <laughs> what does beyond consciousness mean? Right. So we've been exploring awareness, right? And we've right. Been, we started with awareness of the breath. Mm-hmm. So we became aware of the breath. Um, we explored in episode number three, awareness of the body. Uh, in episode number four, we explored awareness of thoughts. And in episode number five, we explored awareness of emotions. Mm-hmm. In a future episode, we're going to explore kind of awareness of consciousness or awareness of awareness. And so there's a way that uh, when you're practicing this this awareness mm-hmm. practice, that there's a sense, you know, of being that uh, is quite expansive. And I read something about nirvana. Is 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 that apply to this? <laughs> Yes, well, and I mean, nirvana is a word that, that that's used in, in Buddhist religions. Is it? You know, oh, I didn't know it was nirvana. a seriously. That's yeah. I didn't. I think people use it in regular conversation. They too. do. I love that band. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that it's it, it is it isn't a word like an English word that we use. Hmm. So we could use that word, but it doesn't necessarily mean things for most people. Well, you know, I have this book, uh, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. Are you familiar with that? I'm not. It was it, it was informal talks by um, Shinryu Suzuki. And when I first got this book, the first thing I remember how you, re, you opened the books? Yes, I opened I a read, page and it speaks to me. Yes, yeah. well, I opened the book to the chapter on Beyond Consciousness. Really? Mm-hmm. The, the first time I ever opened this book, I opened it to Beyond Consciousness. And yeah. I don't even know what it means, but we're talking about consciousness. And I think in the world, you hear people talking about it all the time. So do you know what oh, that you, means? You hear the word beyond consciousness yeah. in, the, in the world? I do. Don't I? Yeah. You know, this is also something that's very experiential, right? So you hear people talk about it. Here's the quote. To realize pure mind in your delusion is practice. If you try to expel the delusion, it will persist the more. Just say, oh, this is a delusion and not be bothered by it. So in this case, probably consciousness is what you're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and what you're what you're contriving in your mind, and beyond consciousness is to kind of be aware of it all. So that applies to what we talk about. It does. It does. Beyond consciousness. But again, it's going to be a feeling that you have. Hmm. Yay! We get to have feelings. <laughs> it's, it's a beat. Well, got me there. <laughs> It's a, it's a knowing. <laughs> Let's call it a knowing. A knowing. Okay. Why is a knowing better than a feeling? I'm asking the hard questions tonight. Yeah. Sorry. Well, do you do you have a sense for that? Okay. Let me think about. I have to think about that. I we have discussed before. I feel everything, and I'm t- working on knowing oh yeah so i'm working on knowing it more than feeling mm-hmm. yeah is that it i still think feelings and emotions are part of, oh cool yeah like seriously knowing versus feeling attention lisa just had an insight <laughs> oh my gosh no i need to say that again that's i did you're i'm feeling everything but now all of a sudden Knowing it, oh my gosh, that's great! Mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. yeah. So a deeper knowing. Yeah. See, see, that was an experience. You had a little insight, yeah. and awakening, and that's that's what we're talking mm. about here. You know, so because you're you're, you know, I think feelings and emotions tend to be in in the kind of physical form, and this knowing part is kind of this 
consciousness, you know, mm. beyond consciousness. That's that everyone should have that feeling. Well, oh, judging should, shouldn't be shouldn't. Sorry. Let's just say that there's an opportunity for everyone to have mm. these kind of little mini awakenings, enlightenings, whatever, that's going to connect you to something deeper. Now, did that bring you some joy? Yeah, it brought me joy. It brought yeah, me joy that I figured it out. Yeah, but, you know. and, and then you didn't even figure it out because it just came yeah. to you as a realization. So, you know, when I went to the temple in Thailand, and uh, and by the way, that that was a very budget trip. It only cost $4 a day, and I would recommend anyone out there go. It's at Suan Bok okay. in Thailand. It, it's where all the backpackers go, hmm. you know, and yeah. uh, it's very budget. It's beautiful, it's Thailand. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you just take the train to... Uh, Surat Thani, and then get a camp up there. They start the retreats on the first day of every month, like clockwork. But when I went to there, and Elaine and I got there the day before, we were walking around, and, and they have a, a, like a Buddhist art museum on the grounds, and I saw this poster. And, you know, if I could find a copy of the poster, I'll post it on the web, on the page. But the poster said, Oh, the boundless joy to know there is no happiness in the world. Now you're bringing me down. I'm sitting here thinking I just had a moment. There's no... The, I'll say that again. Oh, the boundless joy. No, that's an important phrase. Okay. Oh, the boundless joy to know there is no happiness in the world. Aha. Uh-huh. Because it's not in the world. Right. So when I got there, I was like... Again, I was like, these people are downers. <laughs> this is not going to be a fun retreat. But when I left, mm-hmm. I'm like... I forgot. I didn't read the first part. Oh, the boundless joy to know. So, so boundless joy, mm-hmm. you know, this beyond abounds of joy is very different than finding happiness in your next meal or your next relationship or your next experience, you know? Because so, it's bottom up. Because it, it's, it's, it's bottom up and not, and so you can look, you can chase for happiness all over the place and and yes you can be present to those fun and happy things but they come and they go but boundless joy is something that doesn't come and go it's always there so say the phrase again oh the boundless joy to know there is no happiness in the world so you're focusing on boundless joy and i'm thinking happiness in the world is what we should be talking about right exactly Exactly. I'm focusing on boundless joy. Now, how do you feel about that? Are you afraid to give up happiness in the world? I don't think happiness is in the world. I think happiness is in me. Yeah. And that's why I try to be as positive as possible so I can bring more happiness to the world. But you are positive with boundless joy. Does that go somewhere? I know happiness does not come from the next thing. I know happiness doesn't come from external situations or people. I bring, it's like a pack of the happiness in my purse or my heart. I bring it with me. And that's what I try to share. If mm-hmm. people are open to it, am I on the right track? Or? Yeah, sounds like it. Um. I have learned that you, you're, you know, food doesn't bring you happiness and shopping doesn't bring you happiness. And... Unfortunately, other people don't bring you happiness either. That's why I say I don't give my power away to let... I mean, I try not to. I can't say that's always true. Let other people impact my happiness. Because that's hard. If you're around a bunch of people and they and you're trying to be happy and joyful and they don't want to, it's like kind of hitting your head against the wall, you know. But I keep trying. I, I told you I wake up every morning and I'm so excited that I woke up and look at the sky is pink, my favorite color, and it's a new day and something good's going to happen today. I tell myself that. And that's the try, the joy and happiness I try to share with other people because life can be rough. I'm judging it. I know we say chaotic. We don't necessarily want to say negative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I bring my own joy. I bring my own happiness. Do you? I do, although I'm not sure I need to make everybody around me happy. How come I do? How come you do? 
because I've been through so much stuff. I know how hard, difficult and hard life can be. And I told you, I call myself the great distractor. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like to see people suffer. I don't like to see people sad. I've suffered and I've been sad myself. So if I can cheer other people up, then I, then I want to. So I'll tell you how about mm-hmm. what I do. Because I, I see patients, right? And right. I see patients in all different circumstances. Mm-hmm. And some patients have a good circumstances and some patients don't have circumstances. Um, and especially if someone has a difficult circumstance, mm-hmm. what is the loving and a way to approach them, right? And I wouldn't say I would try to distract them. You know, I would say I would try to be present with them. And so if someone's had a whatever complication, you know, what is my role with them? And I have found just to be present, to be accepting of whatever happens, um, to hold space for them. You know, that feels like the loving way. And, um, and distraction would not be something that I would do. By distraction, I mean I try to make them laugh. Maybe. So you're a physician. You're dealing, you're an OBGYN, just so people, if this is their first episode. So you're dealing with a lot of stuff. And, you know, women and hormones and giving birth or pregnancy issues yeah all sorts of serious you deal with serious stuff so are you am i (laughs) what all human interactions are wonderful serious happy opportunities okay but i want to be lighthearted. but what if you're with someone who's not so is the solution distract them or to be with them I, I think people that's I think people want to be heard. So I do try to listen. I think people want to be heard. Yeah. I hear you cuz you're a radio announcer, right? right? Yeah. Uh, a broadcaster. And I have right? to so listen. You, and you have to listen yeah. and you do and you've been in positions where you cheer people up a great deal and I love to listen to radio stations where they make me laugh. It's really really awesome. That's also a gift. But I feel like there's a but coming. <laughs> well, but that's but being on the radio. <laughs> Well, uh, no, I okay. So let's just uh, dissect this one, Doctor. I feel like I I try to be as lighthearted as possible, and I always say I think there's humor in almost everything. And when when oh boy, I'm gonna all just say it. I when, there was three sisters when I was growing up. My older sister was a pretty one, and my middle sister was a smart one, and I was a funny one. So is that where this is coming from? Yeah, that's that's kind of a. I'm unpacking. Pers- you're, well, you're, you're you're that's your personality. Yeah, right? that's your personality. Right? That's how you grew up. That's probably how you learned to to live in the world, which is fine. There's not a problem with yeah. that. But when we talk about exploring awareness, mm-hmm. we talk about being aware of the things that make you do what you do. So. And so right now you're starting to unpack and you're yeah. becoming aware of your love of humor and that's your personality and we all have personalities and we all have egos and we all have ways we live in, within the world and so with humor and 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 fun or whatever but but now we're going a little bit deeper now right and so now we're going to be, be aware of those things and then identify as awareness which is episode what three and um move around in the world guided by this joy and peace and love and generosity which gets expressed through your personality laughter is everything and you're telling me that's not the right way no no i did not say that i did not say that well, we're unpacking, and now I've learned that that's why I. So thank you for that. I do feel that, but you can't. I don't want. I don't. I. I want that to be my identity. Yeah. I want that to be my approach to life. That's how you move. That's how you'll move through the world. Exactly. Right. But uh, it's this practice is not meant to take away your sense of humor, and it's not meant to not make you a fun person. Which, which I wonder if you're. What. Uh, being a little questioning that 
What do you mean? Did, I mean, are you concerned that you can't be a funny person? Well, you, I feel like I just heard you say there's another way. I also, I'm a very loving person, a very compassionate person. Maybe instead of saying another way, we're taking a step back. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't mean we're getting rid of anything. We're taking a step back. So, so if you took a step back and had a look at yourself and all the things that make you tick, is that a problem? Do you, do you feel okay doing that? Yeah. Well, I think I certainly have been doing that. But I okay. Go ahead. I, I just didn't want to suggest that you don't be humorous. I, I don't know why you how you picked that up. Um, because you said I don't know that there's another way, or that maybe you said you weren't a distractor. And I, when I say I'm a distractor, I mean with humor. I don't, you know, I don't go, oh look, a bird, you know, and then you know. <laughs> And you're not, and you're not experiencing experiencing the pain you're experiencing. So, I, again, I talk about being as loving as possible. Uh, people are not. Maybe that's it. People are not necessarily open to someone expressing so much love. So, if I can help them with humor instead, I think people are much more open to laughing than they are being, you know, uh, covered in love. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, of course. That's, so that is, I, that's the way I have laugh. found to connect with people is through humor. And to distract, by distract them, I mean help them breathe and relax and, and lighten up. Because I think life is so complicated and so difficult. I'm, I'm expressing an opinion because everything I've been through, I sh- certainly know it has been. So I just want to be lighthearted and laugh. And, and if people can't handle my love, then I, at least I can make them laugh. Mm-hmm. Is that my way of connecting? Sure, that is, it's, and it feels authentic for you. Yeah, but I also do try to listen. I do try to give people their space and and acknowledge what they're going through. But that seems more serious. But you're a physician, and I don't know if your patients want you to come in and blow up the surgical gloves and make balloons out of. <laughs> I don't know how well, well that there, there there have been cases where that was. <laughs> Yeah, appropriate thing to okay. do as well. Okay. See, yeah, you laugh. You have a good sense of humor. Um, what, so what is the point? Is this what, am I using this in, to not face what I'm really... Well, I'm, we're, we're talking, we were talking about joy. Yeah. And we were talking about boundless joy. Right. And, and, and we're talking about, I still think we're talking about two different things here. And they're not mutually exclusive. So... I think we're getting back to this point of our personalities and our egos and our and the way we move around in the world and mm. those aren't bad things. So that's one thing that I want to be really clear. You know, you've right. got a personality, you have your techniques and your methods. I have my te- techniques and methods. We, we've learned those from our, you know, right parents and mm-hmm. from our classes and all those type of things and it's all you know the way we move around in the world and that's that's fine so now when we talk about though exploring awareness we're talking about aware of the being aware of those things and before you know you were saying you were having some issues and some things mm-hmm. coming up and all that so i want to bring it back to that and, and maybe it would be a good time now to do a guided meditation can you briefly, before we begin that, tell us what meditating is like for you? Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. So when I meditate, I have a place in my house um, with a cushion. So I like to kneel mm. when I'm meditating. You're kind of in a kneeling position. And um, I get myself comfortable. And I use the an app called the Insight Timer. And so that keeps track of my minutes for me. So I would recommend everyone download the Insight Timer. It's really useful and it has guided meditations as well, but I just use the timer. And usually um, uh, when I sit down, my mind is moving in lots of different directions and just like we've done with our guided meditation, I'll start becoming aware of my breath. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll do that for a few minutes. Then I'll go to my feet and I'll do a body scan and just feel my whole body being aware and then I will sit and as thoughts come up become aware of the thoughts 
and what I notice, I don't really have much pain in my body, so I don't have, to, it doesn't really stop me. I'm found comfortable position mm -hmm. for myself. But more of the thoughts start to come. And so when th thoughts start to come, I say, I become aware of those thoughts. And I, f I feel it, you know, I feel that I'm aware of those thoughts. And when things come up and I become aware of them, they just tend to dissolve. Okay, that's the key. What do you mean they tend to dissolve? Is that something that you've been meditating for, what, 25 years? Mm -hmm. So it was that, does that come through practice or does that come through awareness or does that come through telling yourself to let them, that's the, the missing link, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, it's, I'm not telling myself to do anything, but what, what happens when you're aware of your thought? Then, then the thought, there's a shift from the thought to the awareness of the thought. So awareness is like a space, and the thought dissolves, and that's, that's all I can say. Okay, the awareness is a space, and the thought dissolves. Because I'm I, not getting rid of the thought, yeah. but when you become aware of the thought, the identity goes away from your thought and into the awareness. Okay. I will remember that. I think that's as far as we need to go because that's, I think, everyone's problem spot is, yeah, you can sit comfortably, you can set the timer, you can breathe, you can feel your nose, but when it comes to letting go, that's not that easy. Right. And I'm not asking you to let go. I'm asking you to become aware of your thoughts. Okay. How is that different? Yeah. That's a good question. How is that different? Uh, I'm asking you. That's 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 something that can't, I can't explain that. Hmm. Well, how can we achieve that? Uh, practice. Ah. Do you know how long how many how long it took you to get to that place where that worked for you? I, I don't hmm. remember. I mean, should it be I don't know. I know I'm asking you to quantify something, and you don't like to quantify. Right, right. It. Remember, Jack Cornfield from last time said the first step is to get on the path. Second part is to stay on the path. Can we add a third? Have faith? Could say that. Yeah. Add faith. Okay. Now let's meditate. So get into the comfortable position. Feet on the ground. Hands in your lap. Feel your body in the chair. Take a deep breath in. Feel the air going in through your nose or mouth. Into your lungs. Reverse. For some people, it's difficult not to have thoughts during this stage. And so early on, you might want to count your breaths. And try to count five breaths. If you get to five, you can start back over at one. But if you get a thought that pops in your head, then before you get to five, then go back to one.
And so this may be a practice that you could do for five minutes or 10 minutes a day, just to train your concentration on your breath. Now I'd like to move on to just practicing awareness of thoughts again. And for this exercise, just think of what you had for lunch. And use your brain to remember your lunch or your last meal, what you had, what it looked like, where you were, were you at home or a restaurant, what colors were the food on your plate, And let your mind just recreate that whole scenario. Now then just now be aware of that, all those thoughts. Just like you're aware of your breathing. note what happens with that thought. Now think of a stop sign. of that thought. into awareness. And just see if resting as the awareness of your thoughts and your breath be a little different than just thinking all the time. Is there some space between what you're thinking and being aware of thinking? If you're struggling, what is it to be aware that you're struggling? you feel like you're confused, what is it to be aware that you're confused? 
and can this place of awareness just accept whatever is happening in the present moment? <clears throat> whatever is happening in the present moment, whether it be struggle, pain, confusion, doubt, happiness, bliss, all the good things and all the struggles. all the things that come and go, all in this field of awareness. Including fear, fear of the unknown. The past is gone and the future is yet to come. We have this precious present moment where everything is okay. If you think it's not, just be aware of your judgments and your questions and rest as awareness in this present moment. Where there's peace and love and joy and generosity of spirit passion for yourself because it won't be found in the past it won't be found in the future but you can feel it right now when you rest this awareness of all of your thoughts and judgments Maybe you'll get a sense of boundless joy If not, that's okay. Just be aware of that too. So we'll close now with three deep breaths. precious present moment where everything is okay yeah that was great thank you you're smiling this time i am smiling you said a lot of things i mean that has made me smile today and you know what i i hope i wasn't too hard on you you know i have a lot of questions and you're always so patient and kind with my questions but the precious present moment where everything is okay yeah that's that's amazing yeah not in the past no not in the future we always have that with us, you know, we forget, you know, yeah. and that's why this practice, the pilot project, you know, doing these kind of meditations, it really will, will, will make it real for you because you can't think it, you can't figure it out. It, was, it feels good. You go to that place and mm. it's just, you shed everything and you just think about this precious present moment. It's the most real place. It, it is. It? So it's the only real place. And we also discuss what's the loving way. 
close with mm-hmm. it. So hopefully if you're listening, you heard that and you enjoyed the meditation and the conversation. I feel like I get a little, it means so much to me that I feel like I go a little crazy. And I, you know, I, I'm hoping I'm asking questions that people listening want the answers to, too. And I, I hope I didn't, I don't know, ask you too much. <laughs> no, Lisa. I, ask ask any questions that you want, any time that you want. And if anyone else has questions, you know, they can contact us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. And, you know, this is no judgment zone. This is a process zone. We're all on this path together. And, uh, you know, we're all on it together, but we're not on the sidelines throwing stones at those that are on the path. And so we're on, all on this together. And, 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 you know, different people are at different places along the path. And that's not one thing better or worse. You know, I think we're all headed in the same direction. And we really want a better world. And so we all support each other as we move along that way. All right. Well, Lisa, any other final announcements? Uh, just email us. We would love to you know, read your questions or comments and maybe even share them on the air as part of our podcast. We have a Facebook page, Exploring Awareness on Facebook. Email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon, Patreon page, page, too, if you'd yeah. like to join our community there. Right. I feel good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, You're welcome, Lisa. Thank you. And thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.